स्वागत है आपका इस पॉडकास्ट में जिसका नाम है मोटिवेशन बाय विशाल मोदी हेलो फ्रेंड्स दिस इज विशाल फ्रॉम मोटिवेशन बाय विशाल मोदी वेलकम बैक टू माय चैनल एंड एज यू ऑल आर अवेयर दैट मेंटल अवेयरनेस मंथ इज गोइंग ऑन एंड सो वी आल्सो थॉट ऑफ स्प्रेडिंग सम लव एंड पॉजिटिविटी इन द एयर एंड व्हाट्स बेटर देन इंटरव्यूइंग अ क्लिनिकल साइकोलॉजिस्ट एंड alternative modalities healer a certified hypnotherapist someone who is certified who has degree from king's college london in mental health yes today we have senia parucha from ahmedabad who owns holistic solutions and uh, we are going to talk about de-stressing we are going to talk about how to get release out of anxiety the pain and suffering from heartbreak or or uplifting your mood so today we have got none other than sinia barucha in our studio and we are going to talk one to one something emotional something intelligent something which if you gonna practice then going to uplift your mood for sure let's welcome sinia uh, as we all know that uh, this month the may month is celebrated as a mental health awareness month uh, so i thought let me do a conversation a talk something which is intelligent and for to aware the people around about mental health so as you know the situation the crisis is going on and uh, people are not feeling good about themselves Okay, people are not going to feel good about the nature, the environment, the way this corona thing is treating them. So, tell me, how do you advise? What do you suggest to stay people out from the stress, stay motivated, feel good? Okay, thank you, Vishal, for first of all for inviting me. And your question is an excellent question in this current situation. a lot of people have been feeling more stressed more anxious as a matter of fact uh, research and stats is showing that the number has doubled up so people who were earlier feeling stress it's doubled at right now so owing to this current situation how can we help ourselves not feel the stress or how can we help ourselves feel more relaxed is to engage in more activities that bring about a lot of positivity so engage in you know more of exercise if you can't get outside at least do a lot of indoor you know house exercises help your family members out in housework engage in a lot of mindfulness based activities also so by mindfulness based activities just do like 10 minutes of breathing exercises a little bit of yoga for people who you know who like to do a lot of drawing and art based work go ahead you know draw in a mandala do something something that engages your brain in and as a result relaxes it instead of making it think constantly about the current situation and instead of making you stress out engage your brain in such a manner that it can get more involved in more productive things i feel that way it will help each one of us feel less stressed said something which is so true and i keep myself engaged in doing things and i i do meditation daily i practice meditation 
and I also do physical exercise. I do running at home. So at That's least, excellent. yeah. So it it releases that dopamine in your body, which makes you feel good. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Now uh, uh, you are a certified hypnotherapist, clinical hypnotherapist. Could you please focus some light, throw some light That's on right. what is this? What is this hypnotherapy? Yes. Uh, so basically, what I practice is integrated clinical hypnotherapy. It's the Western form of hypnosis, which is very different with the Eastern form of hypnosis. The Eastern form of hypnosis is the one that we see in TV shows, you know, in movie theaters, where a hypnotherapist, if they just move a pendulum around you, they can control you. But that is not the case here. This is done for clinical purposes. One, it's done for therapeutic purposes. And over here, the client is the one who has hundred percent control. So, if you are a vegetarian, and you know, I as your therapist tell you that you know, we shall start eating non-veg. That will not happen over here because you have complete control. Instead, what we do is in integrated clinical hypnotherapy is to relax an individual. So we reach a state of mind which is like the alpha, like the beta state. which relaxes a person and then we provide positive suggestion that can be easily taken in by a person's subconscious mind because the subconscious mind occupies 90% of capacity within each one of us but there is no person who is able to utilize all of this through hypnotherapy we can at least utilize around 5 to 6% and help ourselves relax in even better even faster because all our problems all that stress all that anxiety all of us who tend to feel depressed or low or down it's all stored in the subconscious mind so the more we work with this the better it's going to give out results so is this hypnotherapy only to cure the ailments or it also helps in uh, maybe achieving more right getting better of your of yourself improving self improvisation right. right so does it helps in that as well it helps in that immensely hypnotherapy is not just connected with resolving issues or ailments it's very much connected for your own self growth and progress it's very good to bring in more focus and concentration I've had and dealt with a lot of students who use hypnotherapy to improve their academic performance. I've dealt with colleagues and work employees who use it to increase their productivity in their work sector. So hypnotherapy can be used for a lot of areas in your life, ranging from mental health, physical well-being, emotional balance, improving your relationships, improving your communication, of course diseases and issues, but focusing better, concentrating growing better so it can be used absolutely for anything so what it goes like you a patient or maybe an individual needs to take a session so they are going to sessions or how how it works uh so basically an individual can take in a session first a preliminary session this preliminary session is taken to check how fast a person's mind is cooperating with the positive suggestions we are giving and to also check what all is stored inside the mind before the preliminary session we as hypnotherapists we take something which is known as a case history so a case history contains all the details connected with the person 
ranging from their childhood to their medical history to their family history all of that this gives us more clarity on how a person's personality is how do they respond react what are the stored up traumatic incidents and events and then we go ahead with the preliminary session after the preliminary session we usually give our clients you know a sort of an approximate number of sessions that yeah you might probably need around 5 to 6 or you might need around 3 to 4 you know depending on what the issue is because in hypnotherapy unlike traditional counseling or unlike other techniques like cbt or many more because hypnotherapy works with the subconscious it gives out faster and more deeper results i'm not against any of the traditional therapies i use them as well they're very effective but they work massively with the conscious mind the logical part so the chances of bringing in efficacy are a little slower through these techniques now zinia uh, tell me what is the difference between normal sadness and depression i think the word depression is very loosely used in today's time you ask anyone the youth the teenagers they will say that yeah i am depressed right so are they really depressed or are they you know exaggerating things their problems uh, they have not got good score or maybe the you know some relationship issues so they say that i am under depression so what's the difference between sadness and depression this is an excellent question vishal because a lot of people don't have clarity about this and like you rightly said depression is a term that's very loosely used so uh, the difference between the two is massive actually uh, sadness is what most of us have felt at some or the other point of time in our lives and this intensity of sadness also varies a lot of us tend to misperceive being sad or being upset as being depressed which is different so there are two massive bodies in mental health one is diagnostic statistical manual and the other one is also present these two are the ones that have defined depression so according to them a person has to have at least four or more of the following symptoms for a continuous of at least 2 months or more in order to be considered as clinically depressed such as feeling low dull down having a loss of appetite getting differences or changes in your sleeping pattern not feeling motivated or encouraged to you know carry out work losing your focus and concentration and many more a person needs to experience at least four in order to you know be called as depressed for a continuous of 2 months if a person okay. is experiencing this only then are they clinically depressed which is not the case for most of us most of us tend to experience ups and lows and you know positives and negatives with every passing day and we loosely term this as depression which is wrong because people who are clinically depressed are unable to even get out of their bed in the morning it is that intense it is that bad that bad so i hope that no one experiences this great thanks thanks for such a you know clear distinction between what is sadness and depression so people can make out that whether they are really clinically Absolutely. depressed or not yes thank you uh one more thing can a person come out from a depression without seeing a therapist or let's say without taking medicines hmm 
I will be very honest with you. Uh, it really depends on the intensity of depression the person is facing. One, what is the personality of the individual? Two, and what is the duration since when they've already been experiencing it? So, if the intensity of them feeling depressed is relatively low, there is a higher chance of them being able to help themselves out. However, the other two factors, that is, the personality of the person. and the duration that they've experienced this also matter so by personality i mean that if by nature you're someone who tends to worry a lot or if by nature you're someone who is more on the negative side of thinking you're more pessimistic then the chances are that you will find it a little bit more difficult to come out of depression by yourself i don't mean to discourage anybody there are a lot of good resources that you can use like self help books self help exercises meditation and a lot more that can help you out but it really depends on your conditioning the way you have been perceiving life and the third factor that is the duration this matters a lot because even if you've been experiencing depression and the intensity is low but you've been experiencing it for a good now 6 months or 9 months you know then again it can get relatively a little bit more difficult to come out of it by yourself which is why in such cases you know seeking help you know visiting a therapist talking with your loved ones using again self dependent measures really helps a person you know get and recover much faster does this depression comes back like if you are out of it and let's say 6 months a year down the line and then there is a fear that it will come down again does it happens with depression also uh there is there is a chance of depression relapsing back within an individual but it depends on the sort of treatment or the way that it has been dealt with so even for depression usually it's observed that a person tends to feel depressed most of the times because they feel helpless or there is a lack of control you know over certain aspects that they cannot manage uh, i would like to know that there, there is one fear among people among the individuals that uh, the medicines will have the side effects so so they believe that you know i'll get addicted to this kind of medicine so i will not take it or are averse of taking medicines or going to a therapist so is that true should they avoid taking medicines if they are not feeling good or they are depressed or something right um i would be very honest about this as well uh as someone who's worked in the field of mental health i've worked massively with uh you know i've worked in an inpatient centers so i've worked with depressed people i've worked with schizophrenics as well it really depends um what sort of uh, uh issue you are subjected to when it comes to depression uh if the intensity is severe then definitely medication can help but there are a lot of more holistic approaches or or a lot more safer ways around this also so while you do take medication also resort to you know taking therapy working around with yourself adopting these more holistic positive approaches because this way your body will not get addicted to that medication so fast because let's face it every medicine does have a side effect somewhere or the other at some point of time 
however you know the dosage the way it's taken how long it's taken all of that also has a lot of effect so i'm not against medication in any way but whilst you are taking that i would suggest also adopt these very effective ways can we uh, practice hypnotherapy on ourselves can we learn and then we can do it on on our own is that a possibility or you need a therapist for yes there is an option available for that as well as a matter of fact i not only and we not only at our center administer hypnotherapy sessions but we also teach the science so okay. in our workshops when we are teaching in the basic level there are a lot of exercises that you can practice on your own self there is also something which is known as self hypnosis self hypnosis basically trains you as the person so that you are dependent on yourself and you can practice the same exercise on yourself from the comfort of your home or wherever you are and it will give you excellent results as well so uh, i have seen your instagram handle and facebook i check your updates so you people do lot of workshops lot of sessions online sessions are going on so uh, friends i'm going to link all the yes. instagram handles and facebook of zinia and the organization and you if you want to go for it if you want to have any kind of this sessions can you can follow the handle and contact her right so absolutely uh, thank you so much okay uh, you did not answer me answer my this question why do people are hesitant about seeing a therapist this is actually one of the main reasons why after you know uh, pursuing mental health from one of the best colleges that kings college i did not want to stay in london i chose to come back because uh, even now in india in our country unfortunately a lot of people uh, have this massive stigma when it when it comes to therapy or seeking help the person will not come for therapy because they feel that if i go to a therapist the therapist will perceive me as mad or only crazy people go ahead and take therapy or i will be frowned upon in society if i go ahead and do this so unfortunately because of so much of stigma people are very hesitant they shy out i have had so many clients who actually hide from their family members and come from therapy because oh if our family comes to know i am taking therapy what will they think or you know the mentality is still that you can snap out of it or it's just a mood swing whereas actually it's not there's a lot more in depth stuff that the person is not able to deal with by themselves just like that we can take help for our emotional and our mental well being also it's not a big deal but um, there is still that lack of awareness that's not yes. present in people not only the healer or the therapist but the society around you know if you tell this thing then people see you people the perspective of the people change towards you from the day the moment you tell them that you know you are seeing a therapist or a healer or a doctor so right yeah okay. absolutely there's one more uh, question that i would like to put focus on people who are out of the you know heartbreak or a strong relationship yeah so they feel the pain the sadness uh, the feeling after the heartbreak is a loser kind of thing so what do you advise for the teenagers what should they do i mean it becomes very difficult for them uh, to overcome this kind of feeling 
right feeling of being re- uh, absolutely rejected so what kind what exercise or what activities they can evolve into and then they can get rid out of it right so uh, like you said it becomes very difficult for a teenager to you know accept that loss of that heartbreak they tend to feel like a failure they tend to feel really upset and pain so few exercises that they can do that will help them come out of the heartbreak is first of all when they start thinking or when memories come up connected with that specific partner look at that memory as a separate category so instead okay. of associating the pain or the trauma connected with it think of the memory as having a good time sharing a positive memory and disengage that pain and trauma how can they disengage that pain and trauma simple technique is just breathing in through their nose and okay. exhaling out through their mouth the more they do this continuously for at least a good 10 minutes or 15 minutes it's going to rewire their brain and bring the focus of their brain back on the positive track so that's one way that they can work around this a second way that they can work around this is take a diary or a sheet of paper and write down absolutely everything that's been bothering them or affecting them traumatizing them after you've finished it don't sit and reread what they've written but immediately tear it off and burn it away what this does is it's utilizing the brain and the body's complete senses as they are writing it down so the body is able to vent and release out everything and it's also engaging the brain to understand that that phase of life is now over and to move ahead the key here is to be consistent so if they've started doing it today do it tomorrow day after do it for at least a good 20 days 21 days regularly as much detail as they can tearing it all off that gives a lot of relief this is also something i give a lot to a lot of my clients so okay. it's a very tried and tested method and it brings about great result thank you thanks for such a wonderful advice and this is a practice which you know everyone can do at their home and uh, i would really recommend to my audience whoever is going through this pain they can practice this thing for at least around as zinia said 2021 days and i'm sure you will get out of this pain okay some uh, i would like to have your pers- pers- the way of your looking at things and your perception what's happiness for you this is an excellent question uh, happiness for me is having balance and being satisfied with everything i do so whether it's me talking with you here feeling that immense sense of balance and satisfaction or whether it's me doing a session with my client or me giving a workshop or me cooking my favorite dish or dancing away because i love to dance anything and everything whether it's a big exercise activity or it's a small scale thing a regular thing happiness for me is getting that perfect balance balancing my energies out making sure that i'm giving the best in everything and feeling that satisfaction because if today i don't feel that satisfaction you know from everything that i'm doing what is the purpose of even you know doing any of this it doesn't make sense right because this entire area is a, you know it's more of service it's more of being useful to mankind so if yes. you're not happy if you don't feel that satisfaction i don't think you will be happy as well i feel the two are very interconnected okay 
so why do people i have seen like intelligent people smart people they are not happy why is it so uh unfortunately a lot smart people tend to rationalize tend to logically think rethink and get stuck in this vicious cycle of thoughts which okay. is why they don't end up feeling satisfied which is why they feel that something is missing in their life and it brings about sadness so a good way you know to work around this is to stop yourself from thinking and getting stuck in that continuous loop and cycle of thought of being so overly critical whether it's for your own self or others and as a result you know then instead of that bringing in that satisfaction okay so staying contented satisfied with whatever you are doing staying in present is the key absolutely that's right three tips that you would like to give three just tips for that a, i would like a, to just give just for a good life feel good three tips that you will advise everyone should go Okay um the first is self care because okay. if you can't take care of your own self i don't think you can take care of others and okay. a lot of us uh, give our entire lives out looking after others but we don't take care of our own selves and that right. tends to burn us out so it yes. makes us physically unfit mentally not balanced emotionally sad all of that so self care first thing secondly establishing healthy boundaries so whether it's you communicating with your friend or whether it's you communicating with your boss or you know working on your own self the more you establish healthy good positive boundaries the more faster you are going to progress in life so if there's something you don't like convey that out if there's something that you want you know to give priority to convey that out but you will only be able to do that if you establish a healthy boundary and you don't allow people to you know take charge over you or you yes, don't allow yes. people to intrude in your space so that's the second one the third one is maintaining a balance in life because i feel that balance is very subjective so okay. for me probably balance might be 3 hours of work and then 1 hour of engaging in my own activities looking out for myself for someone else that might you know differ but the more balance we get in life the better we are going to be able to not only progress in our own selves look after our own selves but we will be able to contribute better in every area of life whether it's with our family members with our friends in our own health in our work or that we are going in much faster right right so the three tips that you gave was like first one self love second is setting boundaries and third one is balancing I feel that first and third Absolutely. is fine, but then second one, the boundary setting up boundaries. This is something which people ignore. People don't feel also that this is important. So that's a very important point that people need to set their boundaries and you know they need to clarify. They need to tell people that this is see this is something which I am not liking or which I don't want. Maybe you are dieting, then you can deny something which you don't want to have. So setting boundaries is one of the most important thing. which you feel which are the upon the three that you advise and uh, i'm sure this was a real intelligent talk and people would love to hear this and there would be lot of takeaways from you know this conversation that we had it was really enlightening and uh, thanks for coming thanks for joining us of and of course it's my pleasure okay 
would you like to brief give something some detail about the organizations and what sure, like from last sure. three decades you people are involved into yes. your whole family is involved into and you know working for the humanity so please tell me what is it in a short brief sure yes thank you so much for you know putting this across as well like you rightly said i am the third generation in my family uh and we have been providing healing services modalities training individuals and organizations since the past 3 decades we specialize in a variety of you know therapeutic modalities from of course hypnotherapy to reiki pyravastu tarot individual based mindfulness based activities art based therapy counseling cbt and a lot more our purpose basically as an organization and of course you know as individuals is to help every individual find whatever it is that obstacle or that barrier that's limiting them or hindering them in life and helping each one progress ahead in a harmonious way so working through that barrier healing it and helping each individual grow ahead in life faster so that's our purpose as an organization uh, like you said vishal we also provide a lot of events whether it's through online or through face to face we are also providing for awareness a lot of free events also so please okay. feel free to contact us we will definitely help all and everybody who is interested to know more thank you zinia thanks for joining us thank you so much vishal thank you for including and first of all taking the courage out to talk about such an important topic I feel it's very important to break this barrier when it comes to you know seeking help and talking about mental health. So kudos to you uh, for doing this wonderful noble work and I really hope that more people you know get involved in this. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you.